morning, Kenzie. Good morning. Evening. Evening. I don't know. 7:50 p.m. Yeah, I was gonna. I was just gonna go with it. Yeah, you did. You were. You were there. Uh, yeah, I was like, are we pretending it's morning? I saw the pep on your face. Yeah, but now was, it's gone. I was cool with it. <laughs> I'm tired though. Me too. Uh, I work today. Work sucks. Work does suck. Soul crushing. You know, just average American working. It's fine. I did a lot, and then, but it felt like nothing because when I left. Everything that I had done was undone. Yeah. All the dishes, empty yeah. the sink, turn around, boom. That's how I felt. I cleaned my upstairs area, and then we built a fort. And <laughs> oh, and we made it messy. Now it's not clean anymore. Yeah, well. What, is... what was it? The armchair detective. This is our armchair detective office. Yep. Geriatric armchair detective. Geriatric paranormal armchair detectives. Yes. yes. Welcome. We're going to acronym that, maybe. Uh, G A no G A P D G A P D. Hey, there we go. Gapta, like gapta. <laughs> um, so I was feeling inspired. Ooh, when we went to Ann Arbor. Ooh, tell we, me that we saw the Pride Fest in Ann Arbor. Oh yeah. And I went through my notes, and I found my bisexual androgynous uh, role model. Oh. Tell me more. You ready to hear her story? I am. Have you heard of Julie? Oh my god, Ogbeni. I know who you're talking about Julie. Very, Ogbeni. very li- little bit. So she okay. She's on the website that you love, Rejected yes, Princesses. Yes, that's how mm-hmm. I know her. I've got a little bit more information. I just know the basics about her. I know like the main thing okay. she did. Super French, and I'm gonna be saying a lot of French I think stuff. It's Julie Ogbeni. D apostrophe A B I. G N Y A U B I G N Y Alb Igni Alb I don't think the G is Albany 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 Julie de Albany Yeah, that sounds Julie right. Julie de Albany. Julie de Albany. Okay, sure. We're gonna call her Julie. Sorry, French people. At least we're trying. We are trying, but we're gonna call her Julie, so it's fine. Or you're gonna call her Julie. Well, I'm gonna call her a couple things because she goes by a couple things. Okay, I'm excited. Julie de Albany, born in 1670, uh, was better known as Mademoiselle Maupin or La Maupin. Oh, what does that mean? Passion. Oh, I like it. French for passion. 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 She was a 17th century swordswoman, opera singer, and general uh, player. I love her so much. Do you think that she... Um, sang opera while she sword fought. I see in my brain, she sang opera while stealing yo girl and sword fighting. She's sword fighting the guy that she's stealing the, the girl, girl from, from while singing, making fun of him. Yeah. Okay. She's queen. I definitely, I definitely believe that. Okay, I love her. Her tumultuous career and flamboyant life were the subject of gossip and colorful stories in her own time and inspired numerous portrayals afterward. Yeah, I think I think it would still be subject for gossip even now. Definitely, without question. Yeah. And actually, I've, I was looking into her numerous portrayals. None of them do her justice. I, I'm surprised there hasn't been a movie. She sounds like um the female Casanova. Yes, I want a Netflix miniseries. You hear me, Netflix? Look into this. Actually, don't look into it. Listen to my podcast, and I'll tell you all about her. Are you ready? <laughs> Are you ready, Netflix? Ready, Netflix. This is for you. Julie de Albany was born in 1673, or 1670, as the records aren't 100%. Yeah, okay. 
to Gaston de Albany, oh. a secretary of Louis de Lorraine Gousset. Okay. I don't know who that is, but uh, I like it. He was the master of the horse for King Louis the... What is XIV stand for? 14th. The 14th. King Louis the 14th. Her father trained the court pages, and so his daughter learned dancing, reading, drawing, and fencing alongside the pages, dressed as a boy from an early age. Oh my god, this sounds like the beginning of, like, one of the fantasy books I read as a kid. It should be. Just, it should be. It, I just want to read, like, her her life yeah. in in a creative form. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, wanna, I want a TV series. Gimme, 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 gimme. Let's see. In, okay. This is the only dark part of the okay. story. In 1687, the Count, which is who her father worked for, began to rape her. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. When she was barely 14 years old. Oh, poor baby. I know. And then he married her to Sieur de Maupin of Saint-Germain. Oh, you know that name, don't Saint -Germain. you? Saint-Germain. Saint-Germain. And she became... I have Saint-Germain on my list. Do you? Yeah, because he was supposedly immortal. Give me all the deeds. I think Astonishing Legends did a thing. Oh, really? Yeah. It's hard for me to listen to those ones, though, because mm. I prefer, like, the well, monster I'll, ones. I'll tell you about it okay. later. Okay, cool. If I find enough information. Yeah, there will be. I love mo the monster ones that they do. The ones about people can get too full of info. Yeah, I probably won't listen to that one. I'll probably just Google it. Totes. Okay, so anyway, um, so she guy became, was doing some shady shit. He was an then, asshole. And then decided to marry her off. He was like, well... So wait, he married her off or her father married her no, off? he married her off because her father was his subject. Okay. Therefore, she was also his subject. His subject. Okay. Yeah. Um, and he married her to the Maupin guy. Yeah. She became Madame de Maupin or La Maupin. Is it Maupin? M-A-U-P-I-N. Maupin? Maupin? I don't know. I'm not French. Well, I am French, but I'm not this French. Uh, soon after the wedding, her husband received an administrative position in the south of France, but the Count kept her in Paris for his own purposes. Aww. I know, right? He's so gross. It is super gross. Also, around 1687, Le Maupin became involved with an assistant fencing master named Sorans when Lieutenant General of Police Gabriel Nicholas tried to apprehend Sorans for killing a man in an illegal duel. The pair fled to the city of Marseille. So the husband... Fell in love with a dude? No, she fell in love with another fencing dude. Oh. Because she, remember, her husband's in a post in the south of France. So she's oh, not with her husband. She's with the count. Sort of. Well, involuntarily. He, he kept her there. Okay. So she fell in love with this fencing guy, and fencing guy killed another man in an illegal duel, and they were like, oh you know what? Oh my god, it's like Romeo and Juliet. Exactly. Well, sort of. Hey, Romeo killed a guy in, like, well, not a duel, but. Oh, yeah. Was, anyway. So she was like, peace out. This is this is my okay. escapee. So she escapees. Escape. Escape. On the road south, La Maupin and Sorans made a living by giving French exhibitions and singing in taverns and at local fairs. While traveling and performing in these impromptu shows, La Maupin dressed in male clothing but did not conceal her sex. Oh. She was very... Blatant. She dressed in dude's clothing, clothing, but would be like, "No, no, I'm a woman. I like her. I'm all woman. I'm all kind of woman. Mm-hmm. I just want pants. Right. <laughs> That's all she wanted was pants. That's all we ever want. I know. 
On arrival in Marseille, you say Marseille? Marseille. Marseille. She joined the opera company run by Pierre Gautelier, singing under her maiden name. Eventually, she grew bored of Sorrel, because, you know, that's her style. Yeah. And became involved with a young woman. When the girl's parents put her away in a convent in Avion, mm. La Maupin followed, entering the convent as a postulant. Yes, this and, is the part I know. This is the part. Well, this is what she is most yeah. famous for. Okay. Like, most famous for. In order to run away with her new love, she stole the body of a dead nun. Okay, first off, I'm going to pause my fucking self. Where do you just get a body of a dead nun? Right? I mean, like, well, she didn't kill the nun, did she? Maybe. <laughs> She's like, I need a body of a dead nun. I'll just take this one. And at the time, she was a little more than, I think she was like 15 or 16. Like, she was young. Oh. Yeah, that is pretty weird. I wonder, where would she have gotten a body? I mean, from? if the nuns die, I mean, like, I do guess... they put them in, like, the basement? Like, I don't know. Like, like do you just... I don't know. Maybe I mean, was it was it, was it a buried nun? Is yeah, there, I don't like, know. Is there like a catacomb underneath or something? So this girl like decides, look, my Maybe. my chick is in here and I'm gonna bust her out. All I need is a body of a nun. Why did she need the body of a nun? Okay. <sighs> did she need her clothes? No. <laughs> uh, this is this is amazing. So she stole the body of a nun, placed it in the bed of her lover, and set the room <gasps> on fire to cover their escape. <laughs> And fake her lover's death. And fake her lover's death. Like, how epic do you have to oh be? Oh, my God. How in love do you have to be for that? Oh, well, see, I don't even know if she was in love. I think she, she just, just wanted... really liked the pussy. I was, yeah, I was going to say, she just really wanted her. Yeah. It seems like her theme is, I want it, and I get it. <laughs> She's That's like just Ariana Grande. She's Ariana. I, what is it? I see it, I like it, I want it, I got it. Yep. Go Ari. That's Julie. <sighs> Bringing it back to Ari from the yeah, first episode. Yeah, you know, she's still listening. Yep. She's our fourth listener now. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. The affair lasted for three months before the young woman returned to her family. Rumor has it, uh, Julie just, like, dumped her off. Can you imagine that conversation? Like, hey, mom, dad, uh, turns out I'm not dead. I've just been off having a torrid love affair with a woman. Yeah. Uh, but, but I'm back now. now. Yeah. Back. I'm home. We, it's fine. Yeah. The uh, nunnery will totally accept me back. Yeah. The flaming um, lesbian who also burnt their nunnery down. Yeah, I mean, they'd be crazy not to accept her back. Yeah. Oh, my God. Could you, oh God, could you imagine? The nu- There's no information about She's her like, lover. what up, fam? I'm back. <laughs> yeah. She's probably heartbroken, to be honest. Like, Julie just, either, either she wanted to go home or Julie was like, all right, okay, I'm done, done now. Yeah. yeah. Like, Which is what uh, she had done to It's been fun. Sarah's. It's been fun. It's been a good time. It's good. It's good. It's, it's not good. you. It's me. Yeah, <laughs> it's not you. It's me. Definitely me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, La Maupin was charged in Absentina as a male with kidnapping, body snatching, arson, and failing to appear before a tribunal. The oh sentence was death by fire. <gasps> Everybody thought she was a man. Oh, my God. Reports of her leaving the nunnery with a kidnapped nun oh, with oh. her as a man. Oh my god. Isn't it just poetic? Yes, this is incredible. It's beautiful. What do they do when they find out she's a woman? Let me see. Probably accuse her of witchcraft for making a woman fall in love with her. So, the king loves her. Well, really? Of comes to. Well, I mean, I would too. Come, everybody. At, at the end of the day, everybody was just like, shh, hush yeah, now. It's, it's fine. Don't worry about no, it. Sh- you're just 
so, you're just too cool. Yeah. 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 I want to be her. Me too. I want to be with her. I want to be best friends with her. Mm. Actually, she sounds like she'd be a lot. She would be a lot to handle. I want to be like an occasional friend. Maybe we like go out. Like, I would invite her to my party. Yeah. Would not let her leave with my friends. No. No. I'd like maybe go out to like a bar or something. Like, like that's playing with fire. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. really hot, really beautiful, but like get too close. Mm-hmm. She'd burn you. Yeah. Like, exactly. Like the nunnery. Exactly. <laughs> like the whole nunnery. Yeah. Um, La Maupin left for Paris and again earned her living by singing near Potier. Near Portier, it's a place. She met an old actor, and I'm not going to name his name because I can't say it, who <laughs> began to teach her uh, his acting skills until his alcohol alcoholism got worse, and he sent her on her way to Paris. Oh, okay. So, in another city, I can't say Villa Villa Perdue, Villa Perdue, Via 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 Perdue. There we go. Via Perdue. Via Perdue. That sounds. A lot closer than what I was going to say. Uh, still wearing men's clothing, she was insulted by a young nobleman. Uh-oh. They fought a duel. I just picture her taking her glove off and smacking him across the face. Well, he insulted her. Yeah, and then he insulted her, so then she's like, I will duel you, sir, and smacks him with the glove. Do you think it was... So she was wearing men's clothing, so he... Yeah, he thought he... she was a man. But I wonder if she like did the thing from Lord of the Rings where she like ripped off her helmet. I am I no man. Anyways, they, I hope so. I hope she did both of the things. Both of them. Uh, they fought a duel and she drove her blade through his shoulder. Of course she did. The next day, she asked about his health and found out he was Louis Joseph Albert Lyons, son of the Duke of Lyon. L- Lyon, Le- whatever. Later, one of his companions came to offer to Albert's apologies. His companion came to say sorry. Okay. Like she went to go check on him. And then one of his bros was like, hey, he's also sorry. You cool? Are we cool? And so then she went to his room and subsequently they became lovers. Of course they did. Okay, this is like... And later, lifelong friends. Oh my God. I want... This is... I don't have words. Isn't it just like this a movie? This is like a fan fiction. This, this would be like the beginning of season two, right? Yeah, this would be like... Like burning the nunnery down would be like the climax of season one yep yep and then bring it into season two mm-hmm. stabs a dude falls in love with him yeah but also like this would be like a fanfic like i would write a draco hermione fanfic. wouldn't it w- <laughs> could i read it yeah Can we write it together we'll write it together we'll post it on, on our oh website um but no really or like she stabs them or they it, fall it make a great romance novel honestly any part if you even just pluck little bits of her story off and was like this one section yeah. would be a great you know i love a good romance that starts off with hate i me too like the more they hate each other no. the bitter the, it is the better the it better. is when they fall in love mm-hmm. or when they just start banging yep. either either way i mean love aside yeah get no. to it yeah okay so anyway so they become lovers and lifelong friends and then later lifelong friends That's so sweet after count albert recovered and had to return to his military unit, La Maupin continued to ruin. R-O-U-E-N. What place. is it? R-O-U-E-N? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Probably Ro- Rowan? Rowan? I don't know. I just do like a ha-ha-ha <laughs> and add like a Maybe. little yeah, like yeah. little sound to it and then Thank it sounds you, French. Little Mermaid for teaching me the only French I know. Yeah. 
Yeah, from the chef. Um, <laughs> there she met another singer and began a new affair with him. They continued toward Paris in the hopes of joining the Paris Opera. In Marie, she contacted Count de Armanac for help against the sentence hanging over her. Oh, yeah, she still had mm-hmm. the sentence. But she wasn't, like, jailed? No, she escaped. Oh. He persuaded the king to grant her a pardon. I missed that somehow. And allow her to sing in the opera. Oh, she escaped and then she went and had the acting teacher. Yes. Okay. And then stabbed a dude. I think I was um more focused on the acting teacher. This re- this really gets like all kinds of crazy cuz <laughs> this happens in such a short amount of time okay, too. Okay, so now she's been pardoned? Yeah, by the king. And the king's like, "She's cool. I like her singing. As long as she's singing in the opera, we're good. I'm not going to say nothing about nothing." Count uh, Armanac, let's see. Um he was the one who uh was raping her when she was oh. a teen. You know, I just picture him like the Duke in Moulin Rouge. Oh, yeah. Creepy blonde guy. Yeah. That would be him. Sweet. Or whatever. Yeah, no, he was gross. That's how I picture this count guy. Yeah, that's him. That's in my head. Sorry to that actor, but you played the character well. You played it well. (laughs) Yeah, you got us believing it. Uh Uh-huh. So she actually, she had contacted him. And we don't know if it was more of like a, you better fucking do this for me. Or, like, I know you have a soft spot for me. So, either way, she used a bad situation. To get what she wanted. To get what she wanted. And was, that was to not die. Right. <laughs> by so execution. She used him. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want to die, especially by fire. Right. Sounds like a terrible way to go. I'm going to remind you real quick also that she's married still. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's more to come, but I just need that okay. in the back of your mind. Yeah, her husband's off somewhere in southern France. Yeah. He's probably looking for her. In 1690, the Paris Opera House hired her reluctantly. Um, however, she quickly showed that she was a great singer and performer and everybody just loved her. She had such charisma mm. on the stage in Paris and then later in Brussels. She performed under the name Mademoiselle de Maupin because singers were addressed as Mademoiselle, whether or not they were married. Oh. So she was known as Mademoiselle. Due to her beautiful voice, her acting skills, and her, androgen- her androgynous style. Androgynous style? No, androgynous attire. Oh. Well, the style also. Um, which she was very she was very um, direct in telling people, like, no, I'm going to wear what I want. Like, you can't, just because I'm now, like, famous, don't expect me to be wearing ball gowns all the time. Yeah. Uh, expect the opposite of that. Because I'm famous. Yeah. I can do what I want. Do it all. And she did, like, when she was on stage, she had whatever costume was appropriate for the, the character. Play. Yeah, but when she was not on stage, it was just like, give me some pants. I mean, yeah, like, when I'm at work, I wear real clothes, but when I'm at home, I wear pajamas. Legit. Like, yeah. Like no. any good professional. Yeah. Or yoga pants. On the weekends, I'm not going to wear real clothes. I got, yeah, that's what I'm wearing right now, leggings. Well, sometimes, though, I do wear leggings to work. I just sneak sneak in. I won't tell anybody. <laughs> Except for our listeners. All of you six people. Yeah. She famously... Actually, we're up to 70. I know, I saw that. So happy. She famously beat the singer Louis Gerlard-Dumancy after he pestered the women members of the troupe. Oh my god. She beat the shit out of him. Oh, and I love her. she had a legendary duel of wits with Thea Venard, 
uh, apparently he was a famous like uh, person. Uh, that was the talk of Paris. Not as famous as Julie. Okay. She also fell in love with another singer, who was the mistress of the grand the grand dauphin. She was a mistress, and she fell in love with her. Then did she become her mistress? No. She tried to commit suicide when she was rejected. (gasps) Julie! I know. So sad. She didn't, obviously, commit suicide. but Poor Julie. I feel like she just has a lot of feelings. She does. I think she... I think she's one of those people who are like, they feel... Everything. Harder. Yeah. And like, more than most people. Yeah. Like, I have love, but like, she's got like... Big love. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, her pa- Paris career was interrupted in around 1695. <laughs> this is a good one, too. <laughs> when she kissed a young woman at a society ball and was challenged to duels by three different noblemen. Oh, my God. She beat them all. Of course she did. But fell afoul of the king's law oh. that forbade duels in Paris. <sighs> She she fled to Brussels to wait calmer times. These final years of her career were spent in a relationship with Marie-Louis-Therese de Santorina. Why is everyone's name so long? That's not even it. La Marquise de Florenza. Florenza? her title. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Upon whose death, Le Maupin was inconsolable. She retired from the opera in 1705 and took refuge in a convent <laughs> in Provence, where she is believed Back to have convent. died yeah, in 1707 at the age of 37. Oh, that's so young. She has no known grave. Oh, maybe she didn't actually die. See, here's my thinking. I think she's still alive to this day. Yeah. Uh, I think the whole convent thing is a cover. Maybe she is Ariana Grande. <laughs> I see it. I like it. I want it. I got it. Yeah. If we start listening That's... to her song and start hearing like some French throwbacks, uh-huh. I'm going to know. Uh-huh. I'm going to know. Exactly. Be like, this bitch. Um, no, but I'm pretty sure that she's still alive to this day. Just an immortal. Chilling with St. Germain. Can I have one famous author out there? It doesn't even have to be a famous author. I've got a lot of romance authors. Yeah. On my Facebook. Um, can we please have Twitter? our werewolf author? <laughs> Lydia Dare. Yeah, Lydia Dare. Can you please write a book about her? Maybe throw in a little bit of paranormal stuff. I'd take paranormal. Yeah. I'd take paranormal any day. But, like, keep because everything her life else. seems like it could be. Oh, yeah. Keep everything else. We'll just make her immortal. Yeah, that's <laughs> like it. That's all we care about. Yeah. I would love to read a book about her. But, like, a fun book. Not, like, a biography. Yeah. I want... Give me her thoughts. I like her. her yeah, like her point of view. Yes. Or and TV make it raunchy because it's oh. gotta be. Yeah, I mean, she had a lot of sex. She had so much sex. Like she's there my were, bisexual there guardian were what, angel. Five, I think there were like five or six people just mentioned in the oh, and short story. Yeah, uh, and I and I'm I sure, cut out some. Yeah, I'm like, sure I cut she out had some. A ton of lovers. Yeah, male and female, yeah. and I think the the best part is is like. Not only Probably at the same time did she, yeah. Not only was she just like, I really don't care what you got in your pants, but she was also like, speaking of pants, I'm wearing pants. Yeah. In a time where that wasn't a thing. Right. Yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. I love her. Hashtag goals. Goals. So we have so far we have two French queens that yes. we love dearly. We do. One we do. full of vengeance. Yep. One full of love. Yep. Well, let's the try first to one, think about the both first of one them. Was- 
Oh. The first one was Vengeance for Love. Vengeance for Love. Imagine if Let's the two of them met. Let's write a series. Met, right? We can do a series. Oh, yeah. The French queens. That's all I'm going to just... Yep. Yep. Even though they're not actual queens, but they are queens. They're queens. This this is what this podcast should be called. K-W-E-E-E-E-E-N-S. Yes. I loved this story. Uh, it was in Rejected Princesses. This was on my list. Was it on your yeah. list? Really? I, yeah, I was definitely planning on doing it at some point. It was in my... That's why I texted you today. I was like, are you doing a person, place, or thing? And you're like, person. And I'm like, oh no. Because I'm pretty sure we have a lot of the same stuff. Probably. That's fair. But Yeah, I didn't... I have backup stories, too. Oh, good. I, I kind of do, too. I, I loved her, though. She was... I'm 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 hundred percent serious. I will back a book. She's my role model. Let's just write one. I mean, in addition to like the other four books that we're gonna write. Yeah. I mean yeah, I can put it in my schedule. <laughs> I'll find the time. Um, so did you like my story? I loved it. Okay. Maybe we could do like a web comic. Well, not like rejected princesses. Because like yeah. theirs is like factual. But like we can do a podcast, a voice acted podcast. <laughs> I was going to say, is that, not, is that not what we're doing? Yeah. No, voice acted. Oh, like a story. Like, um. Like two princes. <gasps> oh, I love two princes. Yeah, that was really good. Oh, it made me feel all smushy. Me too. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, cool. So we figured it out. Okay. Who would you be? Uh, You can pronounce more French stuff than me, <laughs> so you should probably be Julie. <laughs> Um, I'll be your lovers. I can do really good voices. You can be all the lovers. <laughs> uh, I could be an innocent nun. <laughs> That's Wait, the be one. the man that duels me and then we become friend lovers. And then I friends. have to be really attractive. I have to be really attractive. Ho, ho, ho. Is this doing it for you? Voulez-vous coucher avec moi? C'est soi. That's the sound I make. That's all, that's all the front end. <laughs> oh my god. That's what Mitch has to hear every time. <laughs> when I reach my peak. It's amazing that you've had any children. <laughs> it probably scares it out of him. <laughs> it scares it right out of him. That's how I've conceived. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Going over the edge and go, oh! That sound will never be the same for me. I'm glad I did that for you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to go home and show it to Mitch, too. <laughs> he already knows. <laughs> oh, is it baby making time? He's going to kick me out of the house. He's going to be like, don't come back. Divorced. <laughs> Divorced. And then the judge is like, what's our reasoning for this? <laughs> and he's like, you should fucking hear it when she comes. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, babe. <laughs> My face is red. It really is. Mine is too, but also just because I'm really hot from sitting I'm under so these three blankets. These winter blankets. Upstairs in, where I don't have good AC. In that almost 90 degree heat. Yeah. This is for it's you good. guys. It's, it is. We're it doing is. This we, for you. we love you. Love you. Just like uh, Julie did. She loves everybody. Yeah. I will be heartbroken if you don't love us back. 
I probably won't try to kill myself. <laughs> but I, who's to say? I might go, um, I might go other French queen and uh, go vengeance and find oh, you. yes. You'll I will s- find you. You'll see me sailing. Much like Liam Neeson. <laughs> Liam Neeson, I bet he goes, oh, 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 when he goes <laughs> oh, he definitely <laughs> does. You know he does. You know it. All right. Well, I guess but, I- like, in a really deep, like, Oh, I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, like, but like, really, like, calmly. How do you do it calmly? I don't know, but <laughs> he he does. <laughs> uh, it's something that only Liam Neeson can do. Well, next time I see him <laughs> on the streets, I'll give him the okay. I'll give him the what's up. Good. Did you like it? I loved it. I'm super glad. And I'm going to be glad that we're going to turn the AC on in a second. Yes. Yep. Sounds gouda. Yeah. Well, just, yeah. Sounds gouda. Shaking like parm. That's what I tell the kids to say. Okay. Yeah. When I say, sounds gouda. And then the kids are trying to say different cheeses to go with that. They're like, better than cheddar. I like that. And then, like, parmesan. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> just <laughs> naming cheeses. Yeah. And I was like, oh, God. Uh, shaken like parm and then it stuck we were literally in the grocery store looking at cheeses (laughs) anyways so yeah i'll see you next week okay cool Bye. bye